A recent announcement by Benick Motorsports ensures that we will have at least one female driver on the Road Indy series for at least six races coming up in 2020. I caught up with Saber Cook, who also participates in the W series, to talk about the announcement and her career in motorsports. Stay tuned. Hundreds of drivers with dozens of teams compete in multiple series with one ultimate goal, to race in the Indianapolis 500. Yet each year, only 33 dreams come true. These are the stories that make up the 33 dreams of Indy. Saber Cook, fantastic to have you on 33 Dreams of Indy. How are you doing today? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, thanks for asking. Um, Saber, Grand Rapids, Colorado, or Grand Junction, excuse me, Grand Junction, Colorado. What got you into racing in the first place? So uh, my dad used to race motocross and supercross back in the day, um, professionally back in the 80s. Um, and then he and my mom obviously didn't want us racing motorcycles. Uh, so he got, he found karting after he retired okay. and, and introduced me and my brother to it. Um, when we were young, I started driving when I was about eight and then started to get more seriously, more competitively when I was about 10. So I've been reading up a bit, eight-time Colorado state champion in karting. Um, you have a, uh, a resume that just keeps filling the page and filling the page from the, the karting ranks uh, to go through that. I, I did one part of note, first female to qualify for the KZ World Championship main event uh, talk to me about that experience and how you progressed up the karting ranks. Uh, yeah, so um, in karting, uh, just obviously started off with a uh, more local type of racing and then really started racing nationals when I was, I think, more 13 to 15 years old. Um, I won three, na three world championships, three national championships, and then the, the KZ World Cup that you're talking about. Uh, was a race where I went over and ran with the CRG factory team in, in Italy. Um, what it is is so in the KZ2 category, there's, I think there was like 160 maybe that started the weekend. And so through qualifying, heat races, all that, there's 30, I think it was 34 of us that make it to the main event. And so up until that was in 20, that was in 14. Um, up until that point, no, there hadn't been a woman that had qualified for the KZ2 main event. So I happily was able to qualify for the main event, but unfortunately my uh, engine blew up on the second lap. So I did not finish, but <laughs> uh, at least I was happy to, to, you know, make it there and, and show um, good representation for the United States as well as women. So it was, it was a great experience, a super really, really close competitive racing. Some of probably, probably one of the top race competitive racing that I've done um, in my day. You know, I can tell that you're a racer at heart. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> because you probably can't remember what you had to eat any time in the past week, but you can remember what happened on lap two of the karting championship years ago, because you know what your laps are and where you were and what the tracks were and can remember that. And that shows that you're a true racer uh, down to the core. That's for sure. <laughs> 
Well, I try I try to remember as much as I can, but no, <laughs> sometimes no. I wish I would have watched more old videos because, you know, nowadays with the new age, with the GoPros and everything, I wish I'd had more of that um, back in the day, but... Yeah, it, it really has really has advanced. Um, you also were a Team USA selectee, and I'm leading up to what your uh, big announcement was this uh, week, a, a selectee to participate in the, the final six of the process. Uh, that in and of itself was a, a, a great honor. Um, won the Infinity Engineering Academy 2018 USA uh, winner of that. Um, and then were also named to drive in the uh, 2019 W Series. And then the big announcement this week, or with regards to uh, the road to Indy, you will also be participating again in the USF 2000 uh, series um, in select races. Talk to me about that um, announcement, uh, how excited you are about uh, kicking off the season in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be able to rejoin Benick because um, I, I did run a few races with them, like you said, in 2018, this of 2000, when I was kind of just starting out with the, with the car transition. Um, this year, I will be an Indy Pro 2000 with them, so I'll do six races. Um, there's three or more rounds that conflict with W Series, so I, I have to – W Series is – honestly, it's, W Series is still my main focus for the season, and – so that takes priority over over the year, but I'm really happy to be, you know, getting back on the Mazda road to Indy. Well, sorry, road to Indy <laughs> now, and um, obviously because IndyCar is my ultimate goal. So I'm I'm very happy to be back on that platform and getting to go to all the great tracks here in the U.S. again. Most definitely, Indy Pro 2000. I may misspoke there, and uh, Mazda did so much for the sport over the years that uh, I myself will give people a uh, a pass on that. But yes, as you start to make the official announcements or work with the series, um, the uh, Road to Indy series presented by Cooper Tire um, is uh, really exciting for you. So six races that you're going to be going. I saw St. Pete, um, Austin, Texas, the road course at Indianapolis. Um, and then uh, Road America, I'm reading through here, Mid-Ohio, and Laguna Seca. Um, that's a very diverse a group of tracks. While you're also competing full-time, uh, quite an honor, with the uh, W Series and their eight events. Uh, I was talking with you before we were uh, here on the, on the air um, that you actually get to run at St. Petersburg twice this year in Florida and yeah. in, in Russia. Um, what does that logistics look like for the schedule coming up? Uh, I'm sure passport in hand, but uh, uh, very daunting with the uh, back and forth that you're going to be doing. Yeah, I my passport's good till 2024, so <laughs> I'm all clear on that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be it, it's going to be a hectic year, um, but in a good way. Uh, people are always like, so so what's your schedule look like for the year? And I'm just like it'd be better if I show you. So I just like pull it up and I'm like, this is where I'm going to be at any given point in the year. And so it's going to be a lot of back and forth and maybe some of the W series races that are within one week of, maybe there's a week in between them. I'll try to probably stay over in Europe just because it's, it's probably easier on my body to not have to go back and forth and, and adjust to the, to the time change. So, um, but we get, we get great support from W series and dealing with, um, you know, time change and last year they had Hinsa that really 
help prepare the drivers that were commuting okay. uh, longer distances. Luckily, I was in the UK last year um, with Infinity and Renault F1, so that was much easier transition for me last year, but this year I'll definitely be making the jump across the pond pretty pretty often, and uh, I'm actually heading to London on Saturday to uh, to start the W Series uh, prep for this season. So. And, and you wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, uh, especially to have the opportunity and, and to go through it. And I'll, I'll get to the W Series in just a bit. I, I was watching one of your videos. You made a statement that struck me in a very positive manner uh, where you talked about that you want to represent women in a respectful way. Can you go into depth on that as to what, what it was that you meant? Um. I guess for me, my, my biggest goal is to kind of show girls that they don't need to be, they don't need to put themselves out there in a specific way in order to prove that they're good enough or they can just, as long as you work hard and you deliver results and you're a good person and you try your best, I think that's really what I want to convey is all that really matters and you can get to the top of, of any sport and field just through hard work. You don't need to promote yourself maybe in more promiscuous ways to feel like you need to get that attention in order to get support to move up. So for me, I know there's been certain people in the past that have done it that way. And I just kind of want to show that you don't have to do that. And the male drivers don't have to do that. So I feel like why should we have to do it that way? So that's kind of my point is, it, regardless of your gender, as long as you work hard and you have the right opportunities and the good and good people around you, that's that's really all you need to to take it to the next step. You know, it really really strikes me to be your own person and to allow that to shine. And I've had a past discussion, a past episode with an author, um, Tammy Kaler, and her character is a female race car driver that has moved up to the ranks and actually her most recent book was kiss the bricks uh, where she competes in the indy 500 um, was actually the fast uh, practice the speed um, and got asked questions and she uses the book that there were questions that were asked of uh, Kate in the book as a female driver that you would never hear asked of male drivers And so we talked about that we talked about women in racing and and um, You know being a, a role model, but also the headwind that you go against and it's kind of a, a, a Topic that I always want to continue to bring light to your announcement uh, being in the road to Indy um, at least we have a female in the <laughs> in the latter series and uh, um, you know, To be able to go through that who are your idols that you've looked up to in racing as you've uh, grown up and progressed through the ranks? Uh, as a kid, I guess it was, it was really mostly my dad and Alan Rudolph. Uh, he used to race carts himself. Uh, and then kind of as I started getting older and started following more of the racing series, um, I grew to really like Elio Castroneves and, and then when I started following F1 a bit more, I really liked Mark Webber and then obviously learned about the story of Art and Senna and I know it's cliche, but it's obviously very inspiring. So I, I just love the fact of how passionate he was about the sport and then, you know, go on. I, I eventually met Lynn St. James and learned about her story. And so she was a very inspirational woman and helped me out for a bit and taught me a lot of good lessons. And then obviously Janet Guthrie, 
was very intriguing for me once I learned about her because she's also an engineer. So for me, I think that was, that's a pretty great role model, um, female wise for me to look up to. Doesn't, doesn't get much better than that. We talked about, uh, in that a previous interview that I had of uh, Janet Guthrie wrote an article in 1987, some 10, 11 years after. And uh, some of the things that uh, uh, the, the discussion about the W series echo what she was talking about back in 1987. We've made some progress, but maybe not enough. So I'm going to ask a question about the W series, but it's, it's a question that I would ask of any series. Why should I pay attention to, I'm going to say it, Indy Pro 2000. Why should I pay attention to the W series? There, I'm, I'm putting it in such a way that it's, uh, well, why should I care? Uh, I guess with W series, um, it's an exciting new platform and it's the first all female series anywhere, uh, you know, uh, race, you know, race motorsports, anything wise. So I think it's offers an exciting new kind of um, entertainment to if you're looking at it purely from you know the consumer basis. Uh, and then it, we get to go to so many amazing tracks that are like really, really iconic. And we also get to race on site DTM. So it's kind of a really great atmosphere. But then you also got the stories um, with the drivers, I think, which makes it kind of um, something special because you've got all these girls that obviously ha share a unique background because usually when we're racing in our home countries, we're one or maybe one of two. So the fact that we get to be around so many girls that share the same passion as us is, is a unique experience in itself. And then to be able to race together and not have to worry about the budget, the money. And most of us wouldn't have continued to race if it weren't for W series. So it's kind of like, it's almost like a, I don't want to say a fairy tale, but it is like, it's a very inspirational platform. And I think it, it's just trying to show that, you know, that maybe we need a little more experience in driver development just for, for women to help them make it to that next step. They're not saying we can't race with men. They're saying that they just want to create this amazing program to develop drivers women drivers to eventually be able to race in the top series. So I think it's a, it's a great program. There's a lot of amazing people involved. Um, the coverage is great. Obviously the media is, is, is amazing. And they've got so many key people in place that have tons of experience with F1 and they're bringing all that experience and knowledge into W series. And they're just really doing an amazing job, especially for the first year. And now I'm excited to see for the second year, especially cause it's going to be with F1 now for the last two rounds. So I guess that for that, for W series, that's why I would recommend watching it is it's just exciting. It's new and uh, it's something that's not been done before. You brought up St. Petersburg, uh, Monza, uh, Nuremberg ring, Brands Hatch, and then um, running in the Netherlands, Austin in conjunction with the uh, F1 weekend, and then also Mexico City. So it's a fantastic schedule and, and looking at it from that standpoint and uh, um, a great answer um, and not something where I'm going to go with you as to other discussions about it. It's a great opportunity anytime that a driver can uh, get seat time 
uh, they need to take advantage of it. Not, it's not being given advantage. If you're, if you're racing for a set of Cooper tires and that's what they make available this weekend, then you're going to do everything you can to get an advantage uh, to be able to race that and get the seat time. So uh, a fantastic. Uh, you, you've, you've used hashtag uh, uh, race like drive like a girl, race like a girl, win, win like a girl or, or women in racing. If you had a magic wand, because you said a fairy tale, if you had a magic wand and could fix one thing about women in racing and, and the difficulties that they face, what would you fix? Mm, that's a tough question. I've never been asked that before. Uh, if I had to fix one thing, I guess if if it was possible, I would probably try to take away the the stereotype that a lot of people look at women drivers under and just kind of look at us as a driver in general. Uh, I think that would be kind of special to have, um, not, you know, not, not get flack for certain things just because we're a woman or, um, not think any less of us or maybe not expect as much of us because we are a woman. So I, th I think that might be something that maybe holds us back, but I think the biggest problem it's not that it's yeah it's hard for everyone to make it as a racing driver whether you're male or female period like it's not there's struggles all over the board whether you identify as a as a potato or a unicorn or whatever you want to call yourself and i think what the problem is is there's less women that make it because there's less women that start so when you're a young girl most families aren't like mine. They, you know, you don't get the option. You don't get encouraged to join motorsports. You don't have the opportunities. Um, and if you do, usually they encourage the boy more than they encourage the girl. So I think creating more situations where girls understand that it is a possibility for them and that it's totally feasible to do if that's what they want to do. Cause I met, I like one good example is I met a young girl last year and she said to me, she's like, wow, I didn't realize that, you know, a, a woman could be a race car driver and an engineer. And, you know, she was probably 20, 21 years old and she's not, you know, she's not hiding under a rock. She's a standard, you know, young woman. And for her to, to say that to me kind of really showed me how there really is a lot of growth that still needs to be done and how people see the opportunities that are available to them and, and for us to start providing more ways for them to get involved at a younger age. Well put. And that uh, applies not just to women that applies to in the, in United States, uh, ethnicities and, and different uh, backgrounds uh, that go into it. Um, I ha I was making note here. It was a light bulb moment for me. Um, the U S women's world cup team, uh, that we've seen back when Brandy Chastain scored the winning goal uh, up until the more recent uh, renditions of them, uh, that it gives an opportunity, the, the W Series and you behind the wheel gives an opportunity for that young uh, uh, boy or girl at home to say, hey, you know, she looks like me. 
uh, she's like me and that, that uh, um, if she's out there doing that and competing and going wheel to wheel and standing on the podium, that could be me. And then mom and dad say, oh, okay, well, how do we go about doing this? The carding opportunities, those types of things. So thank you for the the uh, light bulb moment as, as you were saying that and being able to go through. Um, I always like to give drivers an opportunity because at the root of what we're talking about is money, um, an opportunity to uh, give a yeah, give a shout out to your your sponsors um, and to be able to uh, recognize them and the folks that uh, help put your four wheels on the track. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right now, this season, I am happy to welcome back Apple Motorsports, Grand Duke Motor Speedway, Alpine Bank, Bell Helmets, and um, this year I will also be adding extract technologies as well as iron neck to the program I'll also be continuing my relationship with GJ home builders and hopefully a couple more that I will be announcing within the next couple months so I'm really appreciative to them for all their amazing support and I obviously wouldn't be able to do any of this if it if it weren't for them and it weren't for W series obviously giving me the opportunity to, to race with them as well so uh, it's um, I'm a, I'm a very fortunate person and I really hope to continue to promote each of those people as best I can. Fantastic. I'm going to put a link to your particular website so uh, folks can learn more about those sponsors and uh, bring light to it. Uh, I always like to touch upon it as well with the Road to Indy series. Anderson Promotion does a fantastic job. Uh, Cooper Tire um, and the resources they put into the series itself um, is really something else on that road to Indy um, and being able to go through that. Uh, you talked about the hectic schedule. I, I've seen you also do a tremendous amount of training um, to be physically fit, to be able to go through that. Uh, it's very important. And uh, the mental approach uh, you've, you've touched upon. Uh, but I want you to dream with me a little bit. What okay. would it be like to start and sit on the grid and be able to start the Indianapolis 500? Um, I feel like it would definitely, I would have a lot of nerves for sure, but I think nerves are kind of a good thing. Um, keeps you more alert and it shows that you're, you know, you're excited to be there. So I think it, I would be nervous at first, just like you can whenever you start a new, you know, a new adventure. But I think once the green flag dropped, I'd probably just, go into race mode like normal and um, try to look for the openings. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you've got a fan here. I'll be rooting for you uh, to be able to um, uh, compete. You've uh, given me a reason. I think that's another part of different series that if you get a driver that you get to know, uh, it gives you a reason why to pay attention. And uh, I hope that uh, people are, are paying attention here and will tune in at least to be able to say, well, how's Sabre doing? Where did she finish? What is she doing uh, within the races? And then uh, be able to track the uh, journey uh, back and forth. Um, and then I look forward to seeing you here at uh, my home track um, in less than 20 days at uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, as uh, you, you, you take this year. Yeah, it really, really is as to, I started a countdown clock on uh, Instagram at uh, well over a hundred days and it's been uh, clicking down and clicking down and you're like, oh my goodness, all of the uh, things will be at uh, um, Homestead for testing here in just a couple of weeks. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's right there. Uh, but thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Wish you nothing but the best and we'll catch up with you during the season. 
uh, for everyone that's listening. Um, I hope to have this as a continuing series of uh, diversity, women in racing, um, making sure that we talk about uh, how we can break through some of those barriers um, so that they can be successful. Uh, so uh, in order for you to not miss out on that, please subscribe. Uh, we're also on all the major podcast players. Uh, so I would love for you to uh, give a like uh, from that standpoint and uh, uh, participate. Saber, thank you so much for the time. Uh, happy travels, safe travels, and uh, we'll see you at uh, St. Petersburg. And uh, to the rest of you, keep dreaming. Thank you so much.